Hi, it's Corey. I just wanted to let you know the talk you're about to hear with Aaron and Maurice Bernard features conversation about mental health, anxiety, and depression. If this is a trigger for you or you're currently struggling with your mental health, please consider reaching out to your doctor or a mental health professional. If you're depressed or having suicidal thoughts, please contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's available 24 hours at 800-273-8255. Thanks so much. Hey, everybody. So last episode, you heard my seven-minute story about Sonny Corenthos, that character from the soap opera General Hospital, played amazingly by the actor Maurice Bernard. And if you haven't listened to that story, stop this right now. Go back. Take a listen so that this episode makes a lot more sense and makes more of an impact. Because what you're about to hear is seven minutes with the man himself, Maurice Bernard. Part one. I mean, we had this conversation we recorded. It was surreal for me, but we recorded this talk. We talked for like 45 minutes, almost an hour. So I had to break it down into two seven-minute segments. The first one you're going to hear today, and then the following week, you'll hear part two. But before we get into our talk and my little narration through that journey, um, I wanted to give you some context. First, if you don't know, Maurice Bernard is an Emmy-winning actor, a best-selling author, and a nationally recognized mental health advocate for so many people living with bipolar disorder. Now, you don't create that kind of platform or inclusive community like he has with his weekly YouTube show that I recommend called State of Mind. You don't create that kind of community unless you have a story of your own to tell, unless you've been through it yourself. And man, Maurice has been through it and he's come out the other side in so many occasions and has created really a beautiful life with he, for he and his family and a career. And it really started at a young age for him. He was having manic outbursts and he was uh, having hallucinations, all these scary things that they really didn't have a name for at the time, or at least a lot of people. And he ends up having a nervous breakdown at 22, gets institutionalized against his will. This is unbelievable. He then breaks out of the mental hospital and somehow is able to get back on his feet. And over the years, he meets who will become his wife, Paula. They have an amazing family. They're an amazing support to him. He ends up uh, becoming one of the most well-known actors on daytime television on General Hospital, Sonny Corinthos. And he's really figured out a way through routine, meditation, diet, exercise, medication, animal therapy, all of this stuff together to sustain a really beautiful life. And that's how he's become an advocate. But what I love about Maurice is he's honest, even with struggles that he deals with to this day. And one of these things was really unexpected, or at least it was triggered from something that was unexpected that you couldn't have expected me or nobody else. And that was the global pandemic. And that's where our conversation starts. Just this last couple of years where the global pandemic triggered some anxiety that Maurice had never experienced before. And as we started talking about this, there was a parrot in the room where he was recording that tried to join our conversation. And let me get out of here because this, this bird's making me go. I got a parrot that talks when I, when I do state of mind or whatever. <laughs> Is that a parrot? Uh, yeah, it's a little bit. It's a little parrot. Oh, that's cool. um, because here's the thing, man. And I've had, it's funny you're, you're, you're talking to me about this because I was thinking about, there's been the, probably three times in my life when, I truly didn't want to go on 
but it was only the last time here during the pandemic that I was literally looking at trees and thinking about how to put the rope. Mm. Yeah, that was going on in my head. So that's when it's getting closer, I would imagine. Um, but, you know, it, the first time when I had depression, I was in that state. I, and I hate to say my own show, but it's, it is your state of mind. Because the, what changed me out of that from a, in one day after eight months of depression, there's one thing and all of a sudden I'm better. I won this contest called the most watchable man in America. Boom. Mm. I'm fine. So it's your mm -hmm. mind. It's not what we all, you know, I know it's inside here and it's painful and it's the head, the thoughts. And, but how can doing one thing go from being hell to heaven? I was yeah. great dancing. I win this thing. My dad's partying. And after that, I was good. So it truly is, man, the state of mind. Um, yeah, but it's, uh, it's, it's been an experience. That line really stuck with me. How can one thought make you go from heaven to hell or hell to heaven? Something I started thinking about and the power of the mind. And so I asked Maurice, despite some of the more recent struggles with this anxiety, how has he been able to sustain throughout all these years? Here's what I'll say, too. This is a good interview. I like it. Um, the reason I, 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 I've been able to survive also because I don't do drugs or drink. And I'm going to interview somebody who I helped out about 20 years ago who's doing fantastic now. Mm. And I think he was doing heroin and he's bipolar. Man. There's no way I would have been able to do it. The reason I've been able to sustain is because I stayed on my medication for bipolar. So I've been on uh, lithium for 28 years, man. And I haven't had a break. I had three breakdowns before that. Nothing since I've been on the medication. Yeah. Uh, you have to be diligent. You have to be consistent. And um, the, the, you know, a lot of these medications do work. As the talk went on, I decided to ask Maurice if he felt that besides the negative aspects of his mental struggles, did he ever look at them as a potential superpower or something that benefited him? You know, I tell people, you have to be proud of being bipolar, proud of being mentally ill, but it takes really feeling and believing that because truly, would I be who I am today? Would I be the actor I am? No. Mm. Although my son, which is, I can't understand it, is a phenomenal actor at 16 and he hasn't been through anything. Mm. So I'm like, damn. But I know for myself, especially early on, I was, I, I would draw on all my, I would, I would write on my script, tied down to a bed, uh, escaping the hospital, you, you know, everything that, that I've gone through so many deaths that I've had to, you know, people that I love have died. It all makes you better, man. Mm. But it's it's how you look at it, right? Because it could go. You can go the other way. You could go. This is too much. I got to start drinking. I got to do this. I got to do that. But if you think about it in terms of, I'm going to use this, 
and somehow be better, change. Even now I'm going through, which is kind of personal, but just with my family, I think this last experience has, man, I'm just that happy to be breathing, bro. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I mean, I, I'm just happy. Sometimes I'm like, thank God I can just get up in the morning. Cause there's like eight months ago where I thought this ain't never going to happen. Just talking with Maurice made me feel comfortable and at ease. And so I decided to tell him about my struggles with anxiety and the therapy that I've been doing over the past year. And then that sparked a story from him that happened during the pandemic and some of his thoughts on therapy. Then I go sit down, lay down, and my wife comes in and she goes, they're shutting down General Hospital mm. and you're not going to go on your book tour. And I'm like, and I felt, I felt the rush in me, man. Mm -hmm. And after that, it was over. Mm. And then I still had to do Zoom things for my book for like a, a month. Every day, you know, get up in the morning and, and these people, and a lot of it's talking about mental health, right? Right. So they didn't know that I was dying inside. Mm. So, uh but it was that was it but you're absolutely right because that's something i have to admit i don't do is therapy like i should and you i think now that we're talking about it you need the therapy so you can figure out the trigger before it happens mm -hmm. right absolutely and i think that's the that's a key and i didn't do that i was feeling great before uh, all this COVID and, you know, the book and this was happening. I was feeling great. But boom, maybe if I had been going to therapy, because I there's something deep down inside of me that I have to figure out. And it's a lot of deep childhood stuff. Yeah. That I need. I see. As a matter of fact, I'm going to start going to therapy <laughs> after this conversation. <laughs> All right, that's the end of part one. I can tell you this, for part two, Maurice turns the tables on me and starts interviewing me about my anxiety and asking me some questions, which is pretty cool. And then we talk more about sports. We talk about his acting process. Really good finish to the conversation. So make sure and tune in next week for Seven Minutes with Maurice Bernard, part two. You're not going to want to miss it. Talk to you then. Seven Minute Stories is created and performed by Aaron Califato. Audio production by Ken Went. You can connect with Ken at media216.com. Original artwork by Pete Whitehead. See Pete's work at petewhitehead.com. Our creative consultant is Anthony Vorndren. Special thanks to our partners at Evergreen Podcasts. And lastly, I'm Corey Burse. Make sure and tune in next week for another story.